We'll see everyone next week. Hi, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> this has been Flyerside Chat <laughs> with your phone sex voice, Shane. And Dan. I'm going to leave that. And if this show it. doesn't make you wet, nothing will. <laughs> that was not, Dan. Not, not the smoothest intro I've ever done. <laughs> Certainly wasn't, man. I've had my windows all open right. all day because it's nice and cool. <clears throat> Oh, so, so how's that pollen working? Exactly. The problem is I let every single particle of pollen in eastern Pennsylvania yep. in the room here. Throat the shit out of you. Yeah. That's, that's a shame. It was uh, not pollen. the smartest choice. Certainly not. It's okay. I picked this up. I gave us the, the whole show title on the intro. First shot. Flyerside chat, everybody. Monday, May 24th, 2021. That's right. You heard that correctly. Flyerside chat on a Monday. That's unusual. Tune in and keep tuning in. And thanks, Steve, for the previously shitty slotted time. It was Steve's fault, yeah. It is Steve's fault. But it's I'm gonna take this promotion as uh, the people have heard and they appreciate me. They love our tone. We got up to eight listeners last week, so we gotta Well, I listened to We're going to the moon. As 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 these weird stock fuckers say. Fucking right we are. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Now I need my water. I'm afraid I'm going to hack into the mic too. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Not even talking yet. Water break. (laughs) All right. This is what happens when there's no hockey to talk about. Just come on and bullshit for half hour, 45 minutes. Maybe longer. Who knows? I have to watch my inflections because of Noah. Noah doesn't like the phone sex voice. Katie yeah, does. The listeners do. You do. Noah doesn't so much. It's okay. I accept it. I believe this own show on the website is described as the two smoothest voice men in Philadelphia podcasting. If this show and the tone of our voice do not get you wet, I do not know why you're here. I don't know what I wait. Because we possibly? do not, it's not, not talk the content. Hockey. That's for damn it sure. It is not the content. We don't talk about hockey. You just have us on. This in is the like checking in on two other people's therapy choices in yeah. life. Like I talk to you, you talk to me. And this is where we're at. But uh, hockey content, go to the other 19 shows at Brotherly Pod. That ain't here. Not here. Not, Not now. Up here. That being said, I made a Twitter appearance today. You did. I did. I did. And I'm curious. What would you think of it? Do I have to look it up now? I, dude, honestly, I was hoping you remember what it said word for word. Cause I, oh, that's right. I did like that tweet, didn't I? I don't know if you did. I, I, I honestly... Stop checking in after like noon. A woman called me honey, and I didn't know that was allowed still. And that's fine. I accept that. She was sweet. But uh, so I got into this debate. I got into this debate at work, and then I got in this debate with a couple other uh, just group chats of of friends who also like to just hate life and joining our our Flyers fandom here. And a lot of the people I talk to are still very much so tied. Wrongly so. To the name on the back of the jersey. Mm, yeah. We've talked about this almost at nauseum. You've talked about it on all of your shows, certainly at nauseum. But I am curious. Now that the season is seven days over, how much more do you want to get rid of fucking everyone? Very much. It's like mock trade season right now. And everyone's like, oh, you can't trade this man. You can't trade that guy. This Fuck happened it. last year, too. And during the playoffs, when they scored like four goals in 20 games, whatever the hell it was. Yep. And they, everybody goes, wow, we need help. We need help. We need a sniper. Who becomes available? Patrick Line. And what happened? Well, then everybody got gun shy. Well, we don't need 
am. We're fine the way we are. And what the fuck happened? They scored eight goals total this season in 56 games. It was shit. <laughs> and here we are now, getting ready to blow this shit up. Everybody hates it. The month of March happens. Everybody's demanding change. You get blown up by the Rangers three times a week. We need change. We need change. Here we are, a month away from change, and all of a sudden it's, well, let's run it back one more time. Uh, and I just need, like, I just need to speak to one, and I know it's hard to find, and I, I guarantee there is one somewhere that can formulate an intellectual argument in some capacity as to why it why this some analytics nerd nut whatever can come in and say no 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 it is the 15th year of the nonce that breaks that is the anomaly year and if you get to that year you're good you're fucking good not 15th i guess in our case it'd be 11th but still i don't like i would love to have a legitimate conversation go scrub twitter right now and find someone to give them a fucking call and let's just figure this shit out i want to know what they fucking know why is it that that you can't move on from patrick why is it that you I, I'm not beating the doors down to, to move on from, from a couturier, but he's arguably your most movable asset. And if that's the thing that restarts a rebuild for you. So sure. And the, the, look, the style of this game and the speed of this game is going to move away from him. There is no argument in that. Very and again, I'm not advocating yeah. for, for a move of this. Um, you know, I, I understand that that one is, will, will really just fuck people up to here, uh, especially on my Monday night debut. Just six minutes in, you're already turning us off. Uh, and I don't want you here anyway. I'll be honest. I'll go down to three fucking listeners. I really don't give a shit. I just want to talk to Dan. It's the whole reason I'm here. I'll be honest. Your tweet talk to today, Dan. Uh, read read follow. Go ahead. Flyers Twitter is brutal. Agreed. I promise it, was okay, it is okay <laughs> to acknowledge uh, that this organization has failed and your favorite players are simply not good enough. It doesn't make you a bad fan for being honest and after what you've seen the last decade plus. And that's... That's the thing is, like, nobody just admits Nolan Patrick is bad. Like, Sam Moran, for example. I love Sam Moran. I want him to be a flyer for the next 30 years. But <laughs> he's not very good. He's unique. He brings something different to the table that most don't. But he's a seventh defenseman at best, right? He's just a guy that can clock in and play some minutes and hit some fuckers every now and again. I'm more than willing to admit he's not. That's rational! Come on here and tell me Nolan Patrick is still great and he's got beautiful hair and he had 14 goals and he, I think it's 13 in his rookie. I don't want to give him too much fucking credit. In his rookie <laughs> season and you're going to pull up some stat when he was 16 years old and try and prove... Fuck off! Every time I have an interaction with somebody who loves Nolan Patrick, it's never what happened recently because there's nothing. There's no positives that he's brought to the table in the last four years. You know, I've used the Jonathan Chichu example before. Do you think anybody was clamoring for Jonathan Chichu in like 2013 because he had a 50 goal season in 2007? Of course not. The NHL is a league of what have you done for me lately, right? You got to base your performances off of now. This is why I don't get involved in a lot of prospect stuff because you can be the greatest fucking player of all time when you're 16 years old, but when you're playing against other men who are big man bodies. Guess what? <laughs> you may not be able to handle it. It happens. I don't care when you were drafted. I don't care what you look like then. I don't care how dominant you are. Shit happens. Not everybody makes the NHL. I don't care when you are drafted. I don't care how fucking cute they are. I don't care if Nolan Patrick's <laughs> manic depressive gimmick is your fucking kink fro. I just don't care. You know? Like, it's just... 
when I was it's growing, the romance of it. When you were a kid, when you were just a little bastard, Shane. <laughs> who was your favorite player? Oh God, uh, probably Eric Desardin. I think my favorite player growing up, my first one is probably Keith Primo. Also, Eric Desardin really loved Eric Desardin. Anyway, the point being, love. why did you love Eric Desardin? The man is so good. Because he was a good hockey player. He was a star. He's somebody you wanted to tune in every night and he would win a fucking hockey game. Right? Yes. Now people tune in. Now (laughs) that's true. But now people tune in to watch Nolan Patrick play eight minutes a night on the fourth line. People tune in to watch Travis Konechny score zero goals, but he's guaranteed to make a stupid face. Why? It's okay to demand better. It's okay. If Travis Konechny scored 40 goals a year and then made stupid faces, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. When you're a shitty player who's only got 24 goals and is a career high, not interested. I can pull up the 2021 free agent list right now, and I guarantee a vast majority of those guys have had 24 goal seasons in the past. He's just a fucking face in the crowd. You need to demand better. It's okay. It really is. Like It doesn't make you a bad fan. No, it makes you a fucking Philadelphia fan. Does any other fucking team in this city just wallow in bullshit? They don't take it. No. The Eagles, they have one bad play in a whole game and people rip that motherfucker apart for the next four weeks. You know, Nolan Patrick is a bad play, and it's, oh, I hope his feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I can't figure it out because, and I will say this, of the core four sports in the city, hockey in of itself is always going to draw its most uniquest of fans. You know, like there are yes. people who are, if you're a true and legitimate hockey fan, hockey's your first sport, and then it's a, a far step to the next three. If you're the casual hockey fan, you're, you're a fan because you live in the city and you embrace all, all core four, but maybe you're a baseball guy. Maybe you're a football guy. Maybe you're, maybe you're a Sixers guy. Like that is what that is. But hockey truly is its own breed. So I do think you find a different fan and a different style of fan watching Philadelphia Flyers hockey. And the weird thing is I would have never growing up believed that this would be the fan that would fall into the romance of hope. That's fucking absurd. Yeah. It's, it does not. It absolutely does not work for me. Now, I will say that when you're watching something crash and burn every day, you have to fall in love with something. And it is that hope in some capacity. However, the hope that you're falling in love with is the shit that has failed you year in and fucking year out. If you want to fall in love with hope, go scrub some minor league market somewhere, some juniors league, and pick out some guy with 87 consonants in his name and say, that's the guy I'm hitching my fucking wagon to. That's the hope that you want. If you want to be romantic... Go to that guy. Don't hang. And I like Nolan Patrick for what he is at times, but that guy stinks. Yes. He does not belong. In, if he's going to break out. It, look, he, he's like Scott Kingery right now uh, of the Philadelphia Phillies. If either of those two fucking knuckleheads are going to break out, it cannot be in Philadelphia. It has to be fucking elsewhere. Yeah. It, the damage is fucking done. It's the. I've talked about the the young fans not understanding, but even just staying away from them and just 
people that have been here a while but drink the Kool-Aid of what they're provided by the organization. That's one of the things... Like, the Ron Hextall mentality ruined everything. Just fucking everything. When you're sold a bill of goods, when he come in... You know, the, the Paul Holmgren... I'm actually writing a piece about the 07 offseason now and going through all those moves and everything that was made. And This guy oh, was awesome. a fucking genius early on. You know, but by the end, by the time 2012 around, you know, and you're getting, you know, Nick Grossman and Pavel Kabina, and I love Pavel Kabina, by the way, but <laughs> regardless, you're getting these bums off the fucking street to come in, you sign Brzgalov till the fucking end of time, and, you know, like, he was a mess, he was off the rails. So, you're at the bottom, you're coming off that high from the cup, this guy comes in, Ron Hextall came in, just like Jesus to the masses back in the day. Hey, guys, I got a message. Please follow me, right? And if you believe in me, one day down the line, everything's going to be okay. And it was all the prospects. It was all the waiting. If you wait long enough, if you believe in all the prospects, they're going to be great. Travis Konechny, we're going to draft him in the first round. He's a first-round pick. He's going to be great. Nolan Patrick, second overall pick, going to be great. Here's, you know, whoever the fuck they drafted in the later rounds, he's going to be great because Ron Hextall drafted him. And what happened? All these fucking years later, you have nothing to show for it. Not a single star came out of there. After six fucking years of drafting, what do you have to show for it? A bunch of casual players like Konechny and Sanheim who are fine but not special. You got Ivan Provorov, who's great in his own right, but he may not be as great as we once thought. And you have Carter Hart, who's great in his own right, but maybe not quite at that level that we were hoping for. Time will tell if those two end up shaking out and this is just a down year. But at the end of the day, those are the only two that even come close to anything worthwhile. You can find Konechny's. Pretty regularly in the NHL, you can find Sanheim's and all the, you know, Myers was uh, uh, undrafted, but, you know, people signing like him, like, these are just a bunch of dudes, and for some fucking reason, people believe it. Nolan Patrick, people don't have to, well, if we give him another year, he'll be great. People compared him to Sean Couturier. How long did Couturier take? Well, here's the thing about Sean Couturier. He was fucking phenomenal, and he lead shut down 3C in the playoffs of 2012 during his first full season when he shut down Malkin and Crosby in the playoffs. He was always great as a shutdown guy. That's what he did. It wasn't until he got promoted and played with Drew and the offense started to trickle in. He's not a guy that produced the offense on his own that was just held back by the chains of wrath all these fucking years, <laughs> right? He just, he was a beneficiary playing with somebody good. He's a very good player to begin with. It clicked. The idea that we're going to hold on to Nolan Patrick, play him four minutes a night on the fourth line center roll for six more years with the anticipation that all one day it's just going to fucking click and he's your 1C. Like, that's just common sense, right? It's not going to fucking happen. They're not the same player. Nolan Patrick is not very good. So that's the... exactly it, because there was always, <sighs> always through my voice a dominant. It. That's all right. I'll carry us. Don't worry. You've been carrying this ship a long time, Dan. It's about time I step the fuck up. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Shane. <clears throat> but you said it. Sean Couturier always had at least one big part of an NHL type of of skill set that was absolutely unquestionably elite. He worked. The rest of it, sure, there are things that will develop over time, and there will also be things, if you are not 
the naturally offensive gifted player because Couturier was not at that point that needs to be brought out by an elite or in our cases, elite as elite gets in Philadelphia, Claude Giroux. Yeah, that's awesome. But the question there was no question that there was an elite factor to him. Name one fucking thing. That's a lead about a Nolan Patrick or a Travis Konechny or a Travis Sanheim or I mean, not, now you're just throwing ridiculous shit. When you talk about Myers and NAK, uh, you know, it's just that is what it is. But any of the dudes that we're hanging our hat on, which, by the way, I still believe wholeheartedly insert any other face, any other name at all and make them make the moves and sell the pitch in the exact same way that Hextall did. And it is not received in the way that these people have received it. They did because. Philadelphia has this fucking hard on for its sports history. I'm not saying that this guy was completely flawed and I believe that he believes in what plan was coming, but when it doesn't work, move the fuck on. He wouldn't do it. The fan base now won't do it. We got rid of him. Why can't we just get rid of our fans? Fuck them. I would do anything to get rid of like 95% of this fan base. Oh, me too. God, absolutely. Just start again. Start it would be scratch. so peaceful. It'd be so great. I could just, I could show up at Wells Fargo Center, sitting with like eight thousand other people. That's it. Don't even need any more at this point. I could reach across and just be like, "You, you guy, <laughs> you fucking get it. You booed the shit out of Travis Konechny, and I love you for it. I'm in. That's all I ask. If you're not gonna flip the roster, at least flip the fan base." And go, you might go somewhere else then. If you're just here to fucking watch Nolan Patrick be cute or watch whatever he face goes. connecting, pick any team. Go fuck the Buffalo Sabres where they're fine with losing. Go talk about a hot Jack Eichel is. I don't know. Or Ginger's your kink. If they are, go up there and find them. Like, you don't have to watch. Stop wa- making the third me. third time you mentioned a kink. <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. Let's put it that way. Like, All right, well, there you go. Like, Stop ruining the fan perspective for people that give a shit about a competitive hockey team. Because you can... You know, there's no doubt in my mind this organization has feelers all over social media. You know? Because it's just the kind of oh, scumbags absolutely. they are. They're out there feeling it. When you have people that are okay with Nolan Patrick... And you have a lot of these media sites that are terrified of losing any kind of credentials going out there and just putting this guy over nonstop and pulling out random stats for James Van Riemsdyk that compared to Alex Ovechkin and all this shit. Fucking moronic. You're just gaslighting yourselves at this point, right? Like, demand better. I, I, I'm going to run for president. Just demand better. Daniel Ash, 20, 40, Don't even make any something other or other. Just I'm put just that in the postcard, walk away. Not making speeches. The only thing I'm I'm going to run on one platform, and it's everybody stops cutting your fucking grass. No more. <laughs> just let it grow. Let's <laughs> fuck this pollen shit. I cut the grass this afternoon and thought for sure I was going to die. No heroin lean today on the on the mic. Uh, it's just a weekend thing. <laughs> <laughs> the callback for the U6 listeners from last week. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> God damn it. I just like... I, don't know. I just... I don't care... There are certain players I like here. When I say I don't care about the players, it's not entirely true. I would love nothing more than Giroud win a Stanley Cup in Philly. But at the end of the day, if the Flyers win a cup next year, but nobody on this current roster is here, I'm not going to shed a tear. Because they want a fucking cup! Right? It's like... 
you have to think of this as the crest. You're playing for the crest, not the name on the back, right? That old proverb. That's what it is now. Yep. I, I, I want the Flyers to win. I don't give a shit if Travis Konechny is here to make and that like, happen. So, and that's what – so we'll take it back to just a second ago what you had just said. You, know, you understand that this organization 100% has its pulse on the social media perception of, of what this organization is. And I want to know who runs these cost-benefit analysis. I want to know who sits there and says, listen, we could get rid of seven different dudes, insert any fucking name you want here. But it would really piss off the fan base. We'll win. <laughs> we'll win. We'll win a, a cup. A cup within three years. But we'll really piss people off now. And can we financially afford to do that? Can we afford the backlash on social media as if it's the be all and end all to everything in existence, which it is fucking not? <laughs> I want to know who runs these cost benefit analysis because I, you lose your fucking job. You are atrocious at everything. Holy shit. Because it is exactly what you said. You know, at, at the end of the day, would it be blissfully awesome to see Closure lift that cup in Philadelphia? 100%. We'd all probably fucking cry over that. But guess what? I'd cry for 27 consonant name that I said to fall in love with 15 minutes ago from God knows fucking where in the juniors to also lift that cup if it was in a flyer sweater. I don't give a shit. Give it to fucking anyone. As long as they haven't beaten a woman or something. Let anyone pick up the goddamn cup. Just being a Flyers jersey once. That's all they want. I, I I put it in the end of the piece today on the the Hamilton and Jones, and I'm pretty sure I uh, stole it from from you in the past. Like, if you failed, at least you say you tried. Just do something different. If you bring in <clears throat> Dougie Hamilton and Seth Jones, and next year they only win 20 games, at least it's something different, right? Yeah. You go out, but you know what? You fucking tried. Sitting here, running it back again for the third year in a row, and going out there and missing the playoffs and going, well, I wonder what went wrong this year. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to do that again. Do New if, problems. If you burn this shit to the ground and we win 10 games next year, fine, but at least you did something. If you go out there and you get me Hamilton and Jones and Alex Ovechkin and all this wacky, unbelievable shit this summer and we win a cup next year, you tried. You know, that is the one thing Holmgren did that I will always appreciate for. And going back to Bobby Clark as oh, well, those, those motherfuckers, they fucked up occasionally. But you know what? They wanted to win and did everything they thought was right to make that happen. Yep. There was none of this feeling sorry for yourselves. There was none of this fucking wallowing in mediocrity. None of it. And you know what's crazy about all of each of the ones you just mentioned, too? As much as there was no emotion like emotional attachment to the players that, that maybe moved is, and we saw it most recently. We'll, we'll go with the, the Carters and Richards thing. You know, you, you see that happen and you're like, what in the fuck is going on? Despite all of those things, there was always those fucking moves that said, but I know that this fan base is going to fucking hate me. So I'm going to bring back Simone Gagne later, or I'm going to bring back someone else later. There was always a, a, a wraparound piece later that year or the next year that's, satisfied that loss that you felt of the name that followed to another city. They always did right by you in some shape or form. And when they did more often than not, it was right. It was a good thing. They, they weren't the players that they once were on the retread and coming back, but they were a valuable third or fourth liner. They were a valuable piece to, to the back end of the defense. And it worked and it shut the fuck up out of the fans. It's pretty cool by me. 
bring some winning hockey back here. Let Claude Giroux come retreading back at 57 and a half years old. I don't give a damn. <sighs> it's just I, I don't I don't understand why that's such a hard concept to grasp for most people. These people that get on the cross for Nolan Patrick. Like, well, why? Think... Why? Why of all fucking people? It, 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 the, the stat line, I talked about this in the past. If you tell me anybody else had four goals, nine points, was a minus 30 with copious power play time this year. You put that stat <laughs> line. You, it is. Skate up. You put that stat line on Yori Laterra, on Chris Vandevelde. People would hate that motherfucker, right? But because it's Nolan Patrick, they go, well, it's fine. Minus 30 is not that bad, you know. It's, Ain't that good. It's like, fuck. Fuck. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. We spent a lot team. of time talking about a guy who is most assuredly not going to be here next year. Oh, I, like, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past like him for dude, a fucking second to show back up next year. Uh, that dude wants out. And he organization, does. He absolutely does. But mean, he's restricted, mm-hmm. so the Flyers are going to say, fuck and you. And we can pay him nothing. You're coming here. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's a disgruntled. And look, I understand everyone in hockey would have taken that man at two overall that year. Everyone. At, this is just shit luck. This is just the things that happen yeah. when, when the Philadelphia Flyers get in that particular. I mean, you had to know it. We were jump, what, 13 slots that year? Whatever it was. Something like that. Yeah. It's fucking absurd. You had to know that this, this, this was going to happen. This is the luck of this city. But you cut your loss and you move on. You allow for the kid to get an opportunity to go and find success elsewhere and get out of this fucking city. And then you allow this fan base to, you know, find another person to fall in love with for no fucking reason. You got half a dozen guys in the AHL that can reasonably play in your bottom six next year. And you're going to give that spot to Nolan Patrick. Give it to Lazinski. Give it to fucking Jackson Cates. Give it to some free agent bum you sign off the street this year. Give it to somebody else that fucking wants it, you know? That's that's kind of the thing. And, like, I remember I, there was, like, four or five of us on. It was the very early part of the year. And um, and I was, like, the one questioning and kind of challenging everybody on the Nolan Patrick thing. And I said I was cool with his attitude, and I was cool. Like, I didn't care. I'm, I'm not a big, despite the fact that I'm on a fucking podcast and I'm showing more personality tonight than ever. You're welcome, Noah, you little bitch. But... <laughs> Like, I got it. Like, I would preferably not, like to not speak to another human the rest of my life. I only do this because it's virtual. If I had to do this in studio with Dan, I, I don't know that we could have made this happen. I w- point is, I was all in. I, I, I said, it's great. He's healthy. He's back. He's ready to go. I don't care what he says. Just go out there and play. Well, you know what? He didn't go out there and play. Now I care. Get the fuck out. You do not need to be here. I'm not necessarily saying he's roadblocking anyone because, again, everyone else in the minors, they're also just kind of existing as dudes with some skates on. But it's a different dude with a different set of skates and a different person to piss me off in a different way. Let them come up. Let me figure this shit out while they try to figure this shit out. But I don't need to see Nolan Patrick again. I really don't. But Shane, why do you like Oscar Lindblom but not Nolan Patrick? They're both struggling. (laughs) God, that is very fucking different. It is. And I don't know if you're this way. Um, as someone who's had concussions, I do get it, but there's a, a, and I will completely go against all of the things that I said early on in the show, that in the episode I just kind of referred back to with four or five of us on. Um, what the personality and persona of an Oscar Limbaugh coming back 
is an infectious rallying point. It's the aura. Always. It's the aura they present. It's hundred. Sam Rand is the exact same. And way. I was like, this is one of those things. Hand in the air. I was wrong. Sam Rand is the same way. Sam Rand and Lindblom, they're great human beings. Mm-hmm. They're working their asses off. They're rallying. They're trying. They're giving you as much as you're giving them. Right. Yes. It, it, it's 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 they're overcoming the odds. They're overcoming their struggles. Whereas Nolan Patrick doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. He's out there. I don't want to answer any media questions about my issues. And it's like, okay, Nolan, well, fuck off. You're going to give there in that bullshit, bitchy <laughs> teen girl attitude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're a grown ass man. Answer a fucking question. Nobody cares. This is why I have no sympathy for this fucker. He didn't try hard. He didn't care. He was handed everything this year and showed nothing in return. At some point, yes, I can understand what he's going through. I'm sympathetic for Nolan Patrick, the human. The human. Nolan Patrick, the hockey player, can fuck off forever. (laughs) It is a million degrees in this room. Sweet Jesus, I'm getting worked up. I don't understand. I mean, at this point, we're like 31 minutes in, and we've talked 27 minutes about Ugh. Nolan Patrick. It's, uh, uh, it's not unbelievable. Even 70 degrees in here, and it's hot. Fuck. Well, I mean, you're just bringing the energy to the podcast. I am. Remember, I, I'm a, I was a not expecting to talk here. hockey today, let alone get worked up about it. I was also not expecting to talk much hockey. But, you know, I made a Twitter appearance, so I figured we should talk about some things. We can go back to therapy and talking about whatever. I mean, that's what the people are here for. Like, really wouldn't matter to me, one way or another, what we talk about. Sweet Jesus. Fuck <laughs> Nolan Patrick. Fuck this fan base. Fuck everything. Yeah, I don't know why these people are listening to us. Honestly, people, more people should listen to this brand. The people that need to hear this are the ones that don't listen to it, though. That's the problem. So We're preaching to the choir otherwise. It truly is absurd. Oh, that's fair. Do you think that, like... Does anyone on this brand have season tickets by chance? Mike used to, and then he told him to fuck off. Oh, first of all, I love Mike. Mike Good for you, dude. That's awesome. In this particular moment, I really wish you would have kept him for just one more year. But I get it. I have a PA system with a lot of wattage behind it. I would have loved to just blast every episode we have in front of the Wells Fargo Center (laughs) in any one of these in the jet for a lot, because that's where all the real people go anyway. Which is the most Philadelphia thing I'll ever say. But just let it blast. Let the voice of Dan be the voice of everyone in Flyer's shitty-ass bright orange. We'll hold mass every night. Oh, that would be awesome. Reverend Daniel comes up to speak. My congregation Noah's the fucking altar boy. (laughs) Noah the altar boy. Oh, that's awesome. This is right in itself. All right, I'm in. Great. That's good. I'll, I'll write this. Manny, no we're replacing the Church of Hague with the Church of Daniel. I'm in. It's the first time in my life will be religious. That is true. My congregation, we're here today <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> oh my God. I'm glad that was water and not whiskey. <laughs> that would have like a motherfucker. We're here to talk oh. about the shitty hockey player known as Nolan Patrick. <laughs> Stop believing in players that don't believe in you. Ron Hextall was a false deity. He fell from grace.
liberated or whatever the fuck the word is. Eviscerated. Liberated? He's exercised. Exercised. He was exercised. Give me I can't tell if you're. I'm just going to roll with like you're just a southern man in this point. I'm just going to roll with that particular thing. That's what it's sounding like. Possibly. I could do this. I could be a reverend. I do think you could be a reverend. 100%. People buy into what you say. This is not good. I'm destroying everything. See, we're going to fuck you up for the rest of the week. This is what, look, I don't know if that means this is the best show that you're going to be on or. This is the only show I've scheduled so far, so. Yeah, that's why I made a Monday slot. You should never told. You should have told me that afterwards. Now I know you didn't give a to shit. To be fair, I'm waiting for Anthony for some guests. This is just nothing set in stone yet, is all. Jesus, that dude's a smart dude too. I haven't been on a show with him. I don't think I've talked to him yet, but he's a smart guy. He's one of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Oh man, what a show! I know, right? <laughs> Apparently, all we needed to do was to have a weekday slot and we talk hockey. Sorry, guys. See, this this is exactly why I, I told you this last time, why you never had a, a slot to begin with, because by the time the end of the week came around, I was so talked out of hockey. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Now that you're early on, I'm ready to go. I'm full of piss and vigor again. I love it. I've never witnessed this. I'll be honest. And all the shows we've done together... First of all, anytime you had any type of energy, we always had a third person on. And that third person was typically a fucking moron. And I'd just sit here and I would just be like, I got to check out of this until Dan starts talking again. And then you'd start talking again and I'd forget to listen. It would be a whole fucking nightmare. (laughs) But now that it's just you and me, we typically don't talk about hockey. So the only things we get ramped up on are just, you know, margaritas and dicks. Like, that was it. I would feel like that was an episode title at one point. Now we're talking hockey and I'm seeing the full amped up Dan. Oh, yeah, I'm throwing my arms around. and When your headphones fall off and you realize just how fucking loud you are in your own home, (laughs) I'm going to get divorced. Uh, Holy shit. Also, I'm going to call this one back. He didn't notice my haircut. Dick. (laughs) Your lights are off. Oh, my God. This is the I just changed the light bulb. You know why? I used a potato. (laughs) See? Call back again. I did not use a potato, but I am just a smart man who continues to hold these thoughts in my brain from previous shows. But yeah, no notice. Now we're even. Now we're even. I believe your bestie Noah left a voicemail for us. Should we listen to it? I believe that we should. This actually worked. Now I, I can't. So. Can't technically have worked. Let's we'll just fucking works. play it. Let's see what goes on. My bestie Noah. <laughs> Hi Shane, longtime listener. You of my show, not me of your show, just so you're aware. Um I just calling in to say you're an idiot. Bye. <laughs> well, there you go. No, I, I I'll be honest. I laughed hard enough at, at the fact that you were able to recall my own cadence and joke back to me that my headphones fell off and I could still hear you call me an idiot. <laughs> And in this moment, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm just so thrilled that you're using correct senses of humor in this. I'm like a proud father right now, Noah. Go on and love and serve the Lord, Dan, hey, and our man. congregation. Good for you, Noah. That was awesome. I enjoyed that. I wish more people would call in and leave us some voicemails. It's amazing that didn't work. 
I thought it would definitely work. To be fair, we plugged it like three weeks ago. We probably yeah, should have plugged true. it, you know, this afternoon. But live and learn. We'll remember next oh, time. Oh, live and learn. That's exactly right. That is exactly. You know what? Honestly, like I don't have shit going on ever. Like I don't give a damn. We can plug that every afternoon. I'll just log in myself. Record a quick 37 second. Uh, I really like the number 37. I don't know why. It just always seems to be the awkward number that comes out with whatever time that I or time or stat. But I'll just I'll respond to you people every day. I got nothing going on. Can we talk about the fact that it always kind of pissed me off that Brian Elliott wore number 37? Why did it piss you off? That's Eric DeJarge's I just don't number. like. I mean, it's fair, but I think he was the only person. <laughs> I don't really get attached. Uh, I don't know. That one always it. drove me nuts. I don't think I'd really, I honestly would have never. <clears throat> I don't know. I would not have pegged you though for for someone to be like. Oh, a couple of people have. attached to a number. Jay Rosehill and Harry Zolnerchuk have. Oh, Two Rose fine Hill. names, by the way. Jay Rosehill and Harry Z. Wait, what is happening on my phone right now? I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Phillies haven't been fun to watch since Alec Bohm fake touched home plate. The baseball gods are mad, and we're sorry. That, that is, is when it all went down, isn't it? Hasn't been the same since. I don't know, man. It's been a shit show. Hmm. Hmm. That was fucking adorable. Both hmm at the same time. <laughs> Professionals around here. Well, we are. I have the itchiest asshole tonight, by the way. Well, just, you know. I- I'm trying! Here, all right? <laughs> no judgment. That's fine. You got a hemorrhoid? You're uh, all right. I don't think <laughs> it's a spin hemorrhoid. around. I got you. Uh, I'll let you know what's up. God. <laughs> uh, here we are, performing colonoscopies live. Flyer side chat. Live colonoscopies. <laughs> uh, well, that one went in rather easy, Dan. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, the uh, show. We were doing so good. <laughs> we were doing well. I don't know what happened, but. <laughs> so how uh, is how is your relationship with Noah? Is it better? Oh, dude, it's fine. I it's saw you in... too. He was very, you tried to mend bridges over the weekend and he was not having it. I, did I? It, it felt like it. It felt like you were sincere and he was very bitter. Well, I am a sincere man yeah. in most cases. Um, No, I, uh. I, this is this is not fun for the listeners. Should be a, an all-out war and battle between hosts. But I like Noah. He's a good kid. He is. He's funny. He's uh, he too is an idiot. I, I acknowledge that, and I think he would too. Uh, he also has a shitty voice. I'm monotone. He's Kermit. It is what it is. Uh, but in each of our faults, we lift one another up and we bring something different to this wonderful brand here at Brotherly Pod. Uh, so I'm in. I, I like Noah. He's a good dude. You're killing interest in the pay-per-view here. So, well, I mean, he's a good dude who's going to get his ass kicked, but that's... I mean, look, he's probably going to smile while I punch him. You know how awkward <laughs> that is? I like, think that it's... is. I, I'm, I hate that I'm analyzing this as deep as I have been because I think it's an absolutely fascinating concept. The fight? Yeah. How do you think it's, why, why do you think it's fascinating? Because, like, you're on two different ends of the spectrum entirely. Like, can we say that in 2021? <laughs> I don't think we can. <laughs> 4226. Okay. First edit of the Fireside Chat. 39 something. 3940. <laughs> Go back and take that one out. Yeah, it's case. true. It's probably smart. Just in case. <laughs> anyway, back before Shane tried to get us canceled. 
Um, Fascinating concept. I I think like Nolan uh, Nolan Patrick. I'm on the Nolan Patrick. I'm on the, I'm on the I brain think that's here. accurate. <laughs> that is kind of accurate, actually. Complete waste of fucking time. But he's a guy like he's a college athlete. Now, granted, he's a you know a D three swimmer, so that really pushes the term college and athlete to the absolute max there. But he's young. He's you know in shape. He's fine. But he feels like the kind of guy that would get mugged by a Girl Scout. You know, yes. just like, give me your money and just kick the shit out of him. It'd be fantastic. You, on the other hand, you're on the complete opposite spectrum. <laughs> you're old and broken down and not in the best shape. Like, But you're also, a, I feel like you're the kind of guy you would see in the alley of a bar at like 2 a.m. with a Whopper Jr. in one hand and a Switchblade in the other, just fucking ready to kill someone. Like, I, I think it'd be great. You got the young and the in shape versus the old, but the old gritty Fucker, that's just I am the doesn't old care. It'd be great. And no, it's soft ass is the new Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. That's how this goes. First of all, I would not be eating McDonald's, literally ever. Second of all, I would not need a knife in any capacity. In I think problem. that was a Burger King reference, actually. All right, well, that shows you how much I eat fast food, which is <laughs> shocking when you look at my figure. <laughs> I'm just relatively stationary until baseball season. That's all. I just. Sit. I don't think that's the word I was looking for. Stationary, sedentary, whatever. Fuck it. Close enough. Uh, yeah, who gives a shit? Um, I I do. I think it would be a fun fight purely because of the style of fight that I, when I boxed, that I used. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know that Noah... All right, here's it. Here, here it is. Here, here's how it goes. So I used to box. I boxed for like three, three and a half, four years, somewhere in there. And my style was deeply flawed. I don't really feel pain very much, so I just get hit as much as I possibly can until whomever I am fighting is exhausted and can't hold their hands up in defense. The uh, Floyd Mayweather and I, approach, right? We have had this conversation because you made that same dumbass comment. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is a brilliant tactician, which is exactly what I said last time, and a brilliant counterpuncher, which I said last time too. Uh, I was not that I was just like literally just swing until you get tired and, and I'm going to swing as infrequently as possible. And I just know I'll hit you harder when you're exhausted. I don't know because swimmers are, are like and I make a lot of jokes about swimmers, D3, whatever. You you are in very good shape. I don't know that Noah will get tired. So like it may be five rounds of him just flailing nothing <laughs> at me. Right. Like looking like he truly is fending off the girl. Fight. Yeah. It may be. I don't know. But like what happens when he doesn't get tired and all of a sudden it's round five and I'm like, oh, shit, man, I really got to start swinging here. Wait, do I have any energy left to swing after standing for five rounds? I don't know. <laughs> so it's uh, I think it would be an, a, a far more interesting fight than even I would would have given it credit. Even just a couple weeks ago. Then again, I did hit my heavy bag the other night and man, I do feel good. Have you ever seen Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000? I have not. That was a uh, Bellator just a YouTube thing. It was a it was a Bellator main event actually from uh, maybe 2014, 2015. And by that point, Kimbo was old. He's sure. fat. He's broken down. And not loving where this is going. They went hard for like 25 seconds. And then they got tired. And they bought Dot is the same way, just fat and out of shape. 
and they ended up just leaning on each other. They get down, Kimbo's in the mount, and they're just kind of leaning on each other. And it's like, it's so, it's the best and worst thing you're ever going to see, right? I'm going to watch and, and this. It's, it's, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. It's been long enough. It's probably up there. And it's just, it's, it's glorious because it's the worst fight of all time. That's kind of what I imagine you as. You're gonna wow, you're gonna throw fun. a few uh, through a few rights and then you're done. That's it. Time to check cash out. But no one just won't be able to knock you out. He Even if you take a nap on the mat, fully exposed, and you're just boom, boom. it won't even be that hard. It'll be like no, slaps from a toddler. I do feel completely confident that Noah would not knock me out. No, hell no. We gotta make this. And fun. I'll be honest, I am such a competitor. That I, I don't. If I noticed that this man would not get tired, I would suddenly abandon my style, and I would, uh, I would begin throwing. to swing Noah. Yeah. He'd get <clears throat> tired. Swimmers only go for what thirty seconds at a time, eight seconds, whatever the fuck the records are. I don't know, I don't dude. They got to be at the pool by like two twelve in the morning, and they got to swim until their first class at like nine thirty. Like they just got to get out in the little banana hammocks and go. Maybe he's and, like, not fine on land. Yeah, but you move a lot. Like, my shoulders are so fucked up, I can't even throw a baseball appropriately anymore. Like, I can't imagine standing there all day and actually swinging. I'd be like, this is really fucking tired holding my hands here. Which is true. I I will say, I've been, uh, not that I'm counting on this fight to happen by any stretch. No, I don't want you to get terrified if I ever meet you, you know, by chance with a whopper in a public alley somewhere. I might. Who knows? Uh, but I have begun hitting the heavy bag again because I am so goddamn fat and uh, baseball season is here and I am playing and I am tired running to first. <laughs> so I decided to start getting myself back into shape, which is boxing is the way to do that for me. It always has been. And no, I don't I don't mean to alarm you, but I'm up to three solid rounds of a lot of swings per round and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't feel good the next day, but I feel good in that moment. And that's all that matters. So you might die. There has to be some kind of underground league that would open their doors to this happening. You don't even need it. Let's just set up some cones in a field and let's just see what the fuck happens. I don't know. We've got to put it on pay-per-view, man. You have a, you have a phone. Twitter Live. Nailed it. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to fucking Instagram the fight. Yeah, why not? I don't care. This is as long as we're taking bets. Oh, we're, oh, believe me, sweetheart. We're taking bets for this one. I got a sweetheart out of Dan. Yeah. What's that? I'm in a good mood. Whew, I've blushed. You can't tell because my lights are off, apparently. Yeah. Asshole. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. can only see one, one side of your face. You're right. It's true. It's both. There you go. And my headphones have fallen off three times today. And my hair used to be very fucking long, Dan. I believe you need some duct tape. <laughs> you were so, how, how shitty did that feel? That I um that was no fun. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe you really did that. That was so the first time I had hard liquor in my system. I think since the Christmas show. Bullshit. And, oh no, that's real. I've been on in my regular life. I'm drinking wine usually. I don't what go, the I don't... hell did you pour in that cup for the 100th episode or 200th episode? That was a chocolate liqueur and Baileys, if I remember correctly. Yeah, all right, that's fair. It's, it's, uh, it's like, it was fine, but it wasn't anything bad. This shit, 
This fucked me up, man. First of all, I didn't remember a goddamn thing about that show. When I went back to edit, I had to listen to the entire three hours. Why? Because I don't want to put anything up that was fucking offensive. Which I did have to edit out quite a bit towards the end. I cut about 20 minutes of that show off at the end because it was... uh. Was it shit that I said? No, shit I said. This this censor the censor bar goes out. Vanza. Mm, mm, <laughs> and uh, it was it was. I did have sex that night, by the way. I can't believe I was I, that showed you how little I was like. Ah, oh, it's a Noah show. <laughs> I don't care what happens. I that... just remember walking upstairs and being like, "Oh yeah, I'm on a podcast. I don't really know what's going on." And then 30 minutes later, I was like, "Sure, we can have sex." Yeah, didn't was, care. Uh... So I can tell I'm getting old because I can't handle. The hangover like I used to. And I'm, I'm going to be 25 in a few months, but I, so I feel weird pulling the ah, back in my day card. But, uh, like, when I was Noah's age, when I was 21 and would drink, like, a full bottle of vodka in a night. You'd wake up to piss at 4 a.m., you pop a handful of Excedrin, a gallon of water, and I'm fine when I wake up. Right? Now? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was fucked up. I'm pretty sure I went to bed. I think we... Got done, what, at like 1 a.m., 1.15 or something like that by the time we were done bullshitting with everybody, got off the call. Was late. I was downing all this water. Didn't matter. By the <laughs> time I got up, I my fucking COVID shot the morning, which is why I blamed how bad my symptoms were, because I was so goddamn fucked up. But I've never driven drunk. Even at, even at my fucked up, I would never do anything like that. But the concentration I had to put in to getting out of bed at 9.20 a.m., get in the car, drive probably less than 10 blocks. So it's two to the highway and about six or seven up the road. It's not that far away. The amount of concentration to get out of this fog, I'm pretty sure I was still drunk, to get out of the fog, get in the car, seconds ago. get there to the thing, and just walk from one end of the grocery store to the other. I've never had an experience like that. <laughs> I've never, I, I felt it was a complete out-of-body experience trying at my goddamnest just to focus long enough to get there and get out. It was the first time we dropped acid that night, folks. I, I was f- so incredibly fucked up. The hangover bed, my stomach was fucked, which is what happened after the Christmas show. I just, my stomach was fucked up. Do you think maybe you'll stick to wine now? Days after that. And and to a point where when I was at the fucking giant getting my shot, I went back and picked up a full fucking like gallon of probiotic organic yogurt and ate the whole thing on the way home. <laughs> just to try and feel better. <laughs> I would have loved to pull up next to you on the highway, scooping out a giant <laughs> thing of fucking yogurt. I, oh God, that was so bad. And then and then oh. then I dealt with the COVID symptoms pretty hardcore for the next thirty eight hours so or whatever. Dehydrated. It was. And I, yeah, I was. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, it was a hell smart. of a party, but boy, did I suffer for the next few days after that one. I feel like you were the only one who partied. Like Noah was half asleep. He Katie's was asleep because he had a sip of. I think it was, what do you have? A sip of tequila or something? It was gone the rest of the night. Something his dad brought in from God knows where fourteen years ago. Yeah, Katie was Katie was drinking, but she seemed to handle her liquor pretty well. She I had think uh, Katie just drinks beer. No, nah, she had a mixed drink. Was it rum and coke or something like that or something along those lines? I don't know. Lines. It's all she blurry. Had, she had a couple of those and was. They, I could tell listening back that the, those two were drunk, but it wasn't nearly as bad as as old Dan the Flyer fan here. I was Can so confirm. drunk, I called Steve, for Christ's sake. Yeah, honestly. Like, also, did you read back the chat 
of everything. I did not know. That was entertaining because I, like I said, I, I was listened to it. So I know I was just fuck all everybody on that one, but uh... awesome. It was, I'm, I'm getting out of this meeting and I'm like, all right, I got to jump on this call. Yeah, I thought you were calling me for some relevant question or like to just pin me up against Noah, which by the way, Noah said a lot of shit that day. He did. Asshole. Um, but uh, read, just read, go back and read the chat Can I pull of just like you just randomly yelling at me or yelling for me. Katie just incessantly saying, Shane, where are you? <laughs> Shane, where are you? Uh, let's see here. Was I supposed to be on a show tonight? I'm in a meeting, but can jump on when this wraps up. By the way, a meeting at 9.39 p.m. on a Wednesday. Listen, I'm good at what I do. I, I help You're clients in their time. And that is what That's that fair. is. We're recording right now. I just want to say hi. Oh, I got some shit to say to Noah. Give me 15. Hi, Shane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's his birthday, so it better be good. I'm a Dirk. D-U-R-N-K. Dirk, yes. I feel like this should have been posted. Like this should I have been take screenshots and put it up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's what, what should have occurred. And then I started yelling for Steve. One, two, three, still... four, five, six, seven, also, eight, nine, Steve, ten. Ten times. What's wrong with you? Why How much time does do this got? man pick <laughs> up his phone for you? And why, Steve, <laughs> are you still listening to the show you got fired from? It's weird. How much do you just want to get punched in the face all the time? That is weird. It's, I have not right? listened to any show and that I've ever answered, been on in the past. That I and he back. hung on forever. <clears throat> to the bitter I end. He was on, oh, yeah. I think he was on later than me. He was on in the post show. Yeah. Just weird, man. It I was, think Steve uh, just wants back in. Obviously, I can't imagine why. I'm not very nice. So uh, you are not nice to that guy. Hmm. Fucking adorable with guys like me. But that guy, that guy. It looks like I tried to spell Shane S G N A E. Right. I had no idea what was going on. I was close. Considering the state you were. Yeah, I was fucked up. I don't want to do. I never want to drink again. I haven't drank since, and I don't think I'm going to drink ever again. I've had enough. Good for you. That'll See? that'll yeah. stand true for about another week until I'm like, all right, I need a drink. That's not true. It's you got a little bit of time until flyer season. You know, it's no <clears> actual <throat> pressing need. I swore it off after the Christmas show too, and it didn't last very long. Everyone, I mean, everyone has the experience you just had and says you'll never drink again. And this is until the honestly, next time. That's why. <laughs> With when I when with wine, I've been a bit more casual with it, a bit more free. It's an adult drink. I'm not a, I'm not an alcoholic, but you know I, I like my some wine. You know I'll have some wine. You may you know once every two weeks, maybe twice if I'm feeling lucky, depending if the flyers are on or not. And it's casual. Get a nice little buzz. You go to bed. You feel fine. Like liquor. Like, that's the shit that I used to do. That like I would do this. You, know, you just get so drunk to a point my blood alcohol is like at a point five, just half of my body. And you wake up and I'm like, nope, never doing this shit again. <laughs> you know? Swear it off, you're good for three, four weeks, and I'm all of a sudden you need another drink again and you try again. And then you learn your lesson. So I may just hold off on the hard stuff until until the next Christmas show. Because I, I cannot do this again. Don't blame me, man. Honestly, it hurt to watch. It was bad. And then it hurt bad to know that you were going to go into a COVID shot. Oh, 
What I was like, this man. I got the full kitten caboodle. You're the reason that like that nurses COVID and stuff. doctors just hated humans for a while because there were people like you <laughs> who were taking up hospital rooms because you couldn't put down a drink, and then you went up. COVID put in your system. They were like, this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah, I got the I got the full show from the COVID shot. That's for goddamn sure. Man, so I forgot that I, like, got it. So, I, like, my second shot, everyone told me you were going to die because you're fat and, you know, like, you're disgusting and it's not going to feel too good because <laughs> you're an unhealthy human in as many me awful ways. One, huh? You're welcome. Also, water, not whiskey in your particular case either. So no, it's water. I do have whiskey but, on the water uh, if you want it. Me too. Um, bourbon, but yeah, same. Um, Kentucky straight bourbon. See? <laughs> Lovely. Put it down, Let's though. Let's do it again. You're not drinking until the next time. <laughs> oh. I don't even remember what we were talking about just then. I'll be honest with you. Something about oh, your second COVID being, being fat, yeah. Uh. Went, got the shot, and I was like, shit, I have a meeting that I got to go to. So I went, took care of this stupid fucking meeting that pissed me off enough to forget that I had a needle shoved in my arm. And then I went, because I'm also trying to lose weight, I started playing tennis. You know how bored you got to be to start playing tennis? Very. It's ridiculous. It's fun, by the way. Would recommend. But you're running around, you're swinging some random shit, and all of a sudden you stop. I was drinking some water, I went to lift my arm, and it wouldn't work. And I was like, mm. what in the dick? <laughs> and then I remembered. And then I was like, oh, wow, I was not supposed to get dehydrated today. And I'm very active in this moment. I just said, fuck it. So I just kept going with my day, and I risked it. I was cool. I got lucky. No symptoms. No, the uh, I got I got it all. I got the headache. I got well, that could have been the hangover. But uh, well, I guess no, that would have been. We did the show Wednesday night. It would have been Friday morning that I really got got fucked up. So I was probably sober at that point. Uh, at I would mo- say at yes. least mostly. Uh, but um, yes, had the, had the fever Thursday night. The chills, the sweats, all that fun shit. Had the uh, had the headache, had a pretty bad cold as well. I don't know if that was it or just the obscene amount of pollen that's outside right now. But it felt worse than the normal allergies I've been dealing with. The the fun. tired. I've never been so goddamn tired in my life for doing nothing. And the body, that I feel like that's what it feels like to get hit by like a truck. It's just uh, you know, just zero movement whatsoever. It just sucked. But uh, if that's what the shot felt like, I'm glad I got that, not the real fucking thing. So that's what I said when everyone was saying their shit. I'll take it. <laughs> there it is. And if I was hydrated and well rested, and maybe would have been fine. But uh, would have been fine. My obese self, I was fine. We were supposed to do that show on Thursday originally, because that would have worked out better for everybody's schedule. So we recorded a little later in the day on Wednesday. Um, but then I, it dawned on me, oh shit, I got my shot Thursday morning. I don't know how I'm going to feel Thursday night. So I didn't want to be like, well, let me get, let me do that with the COVID shot already in me. So that would have been an awesome show. That would have been, been the show. shortest show. I was show fine for the most part Thursday night. I was starting to feel it. I was kind of sore already, but for the most part, I was fine. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, was a hell of a week last week. Certainly sounds it, man. Can you believe I had somebody accuse me of faking it? Yes. Without fail. I've done 310 episodes at Over the Hell We're At now, collectively. I think I drank on two Christmas shows, two birthdays, 
the hundredth episode, and I think I've done three drunk post games eight times in three hundred and some episodes. Every single time somebody accuses me of faking it. I would say embellishing, not necessarily faking, because there are random moments where you decide someone said something dumb enough, Noah, usually, or Steve, asshat, <laughs> that you wanted that suddenly in that like semi fucked up brain you were like, nope, not letting that one go, and you're normal. Oh yeah, it's, it's just I, all of a sudden. You I'm just a professional radio man here. I got to well, hop at the opportunity. I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, then there you go. So, so that's why they think that, that that there's embellishment there. That you lean in hard. I'm a master to the of a guy. lot of things: radio, music, cooking, fucking. I can do it all. You know, acting, not one of them. Especially Tinder's keeping a drunk gimmick man. for three hours without breaking character <laughs> once. Well, you do break character. That's the thing. Noah says something dumb, and all of a sudden That's you're not like, I'm not drunk character. anymore. That's just, I got a thought that I got to get out there. Breaking character would be doing this right now. Yelling and screaming a nice, clear fucking voice. Coming back with a fancy one-liner. That's just, that's just, that's, that's Daniel. That's what well, I that's do. That's just your DNA. Yeah. That's fair. I'll give you that. How's Iron Pig Dan behind you, Hook? You just lean forward. I remembered it's there again. He's good. He it's should awesome. be on this side because the light. Come out here, Daniel. I totally forgot to get one for the uh, Phantoms, so he doesn't have a friend. <laughs> Actually, would have been awesome. I got an email for it and just never got around to. Uh, should have done it. Taking care of it. I should have. Could have had multiples. There's got to be a company in there that doesn't. I can just be like, can you get me 20 of these and just put them all behind me? All. That's it. I have my own crowd behind me. <laughs> Honestly, that would be awesome. I, would be, I think we should all do it. I think we should fill up an entire section of whatever and just go to a game with nothing but like the five members of the five real members of this pod. The other ones don't have to fucking be here. But the five members of this pod and each one of us has 15 of ourselves in cutout form. Take up a whole fucking section. It'd be awesome. I'm trying to figure out how many people are associated with this brand right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Too eight. Many. There are eight total. So the five, you know who you are. Damn right. <laughs> and if you're questioning it, it ain't you. It... <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh... A lot of common threat here from show to show between co-hosts, which is amazing because I don't know that any of us strongly dislike any of the others. I don't think you like Noah very much. I don't think Noah likes me very much. That is true. I think he hates you more than you hate him. I don't hate anybody. No. You're just an old, bitter man. I'm just honest, and people don't like that. That is true. That's the thing. I think that's why we get along. We're on the uh, similar wavelength of the uh, personality scale. Exactly. On the same humor level. We're very Chuck Palahniuk-esque. Which, by the way, read Chuck Palahniuk's books. Read any books out there. Yeah, all in on that. Learn a thing. People should. People should. One hundred percent. Noah, read, read a author. goddamn book. I read my history book, Daniel. <laughs> Is that enough inflection for you? There, I don't even know if that? I can. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do his voice. I have to no get one like thing, Daniel. It's like like Kermit Honestly, if he just smoked a huge bowl. 
I, like kind of. I think it's more. This man. is a real. This is a true story. He was almost a part of Angry Negative because Jim loved his voice because he thought he sounded like a stoner. He was. I he, don't get that. We were going to bring him on. He wanted him to come on more frequently because he liked his voice and he thought everything he said was just fucking hilarious. He would sit there and no one would just be like Nolan Patrick and Jim would be. Ah! It's like, oh, okay. That never ended up happening. But yet he weaseled his way here somehow. <laughs> bring, dude, bring it back. Bring it back. Just have a reunion show. And that, that's the way to get Jim back in the brand. Do I have to? You don't have to. I'm just saying. We'll Give the man what he wants. We'll see. We'll see how Noah handles it. I got to legitimately listen to like one of his actual podcasts to see what he... That man tweets a hell of a lot about hockey. It's absurd. I mean, so do I. It's your thing. I don't know. He's 21. He, he, he sh- this should not be his thing. We getting beer and pussy or whatever the fuck it is. 21-year-olds do these days. Yes. Talk about Nolan Patrick online to a bunch of other stupid tweens. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's just, I guess that's what they do these days. So only look safely. That's it. That's fair. Fuck. <clears throat> How have we made it an hour killed. and five minutes? Wow. Hmm. Don't know. I don't know either. It's fine. It's the only show this week, so we can we can go. We have a little bit of an overrun. Good by me. The only thing I have left to do is to record a solo podcast after this, which is hilarious. I hate doing solo shows. I'll be honest, dude. I'm in, I'm in on it. I very rarely do it, but like, I can just rant about any goddamn thing I want. Take if it any direction. If I'm inspired, I could. But there are oh, times, I'm inspired, man. There this are times when I sit down and it's like, I used to do the entire the uh, the uh, BPW reading by myself for a yeah, while. Yeah, in the beginning, that was rough. There was actually a time um, during the the uh, uh, pandemic when the lockdowns first started. I would sit down every night and record a half hour show talking about nothing just to train myself to, to, to practice doing shows by myself to keep the, none of ever made the line. air, but I would just, I would just practice, you know, something to do oh, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. while. I used to do that. But, uh, now I, uh, I did the one, I did the post game for the last flyers of the season. I did that one, uh, by myself, but typically can, uh, typically avoid it. That's why I keep such a large array of co-hosts. Cause somebody's available to help me out. You'd think I had a large array of co-hosts. I no longer have a large array of co-hosts. Yeah. It's amazing how infrequently seven people can be available to join. Yeah, Truly my amazing. My guys are pretty good. Your people are good. Mine are. People are good. Two of mine are really good. The rest of them, meh. And to bring it back, the two of you know which two of you are good. The rest of you, you should also know how much I loathe you. <laughs> Put a fucking show out. We just need to do a whole show where we just vent. Just... I'm pretty sure that's the entire Flyer's Side chat. It's weird. We have this soothing, awesome intro coming in. We both have these fantastic voices, and we really just bitch. I mean, that's typically not about show hockey. show that I do, but yeah. I, I understand, but like, this should be different. It's not. 
it's because we hate this team. Oh, this is uh, this show is absolutely different than every other one that I do by far. The least professional, and yet at the same time, the most professional. Yes, actually, that's a good way to put that. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I'm glad. Really, yeah, least professional. Yeah. It's, it's down there. Down there, up there. Yeah. That's down there. You and Noah are probably the two least professional ones, ironically enough. Well, I really got to step my game up. I have to be significantly more offensive than Noah. <laughs> I already have to edit shit out of this show. It is true. I do just not edit shows very often. It well, is very rare that something is said on one of these shows that I'm like, okay, that's too far even for Daniel. We got to do something about that. But that was a funny line it that was the people will never hear. Have. I'm going to hell for laughing, but well, that's fine. That's the fine. big hell. I'll see you in the big hell. I'm also going to hell for fucking dudes, but I guess that's a different story for a different day. Nah, it's <laughs> it's totally all, fine. All one in the same, right? It's a hole's a hole. Amen. There's a lot less arguing, I would assume. Yeah. You know your role. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know mine. <laughs> Permission, forgiveness, all those things, constant conversations to be had. I feel like that is things that would not happen in your scenario. How much I envy that. <laughs> Just a handshake and attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a geez. single hair, and it is just driving me fucking nuts. Where is it? Ha-ha! Bitch. You know, your eye did not even, like, like twitch when you ripped that out of your skull. I oh, know. That was really impressive. That was awesome. I haven't felt anything in years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I instinctively always want to say so many awful things, but they immediately come into my brain. It's just like, Shane, he's going to have to edit that. That's eh, fine. One edit oh. and two years of working together. That's eh, not too bad. Yeah, I think this is pretty good. <sighs> got anything else you want to get off your chest tonight? No, I'm still pissed off you didn't notice that I had a haircut. And I'm still pissed off that Noah doesn't like my voice as soothing as that it is. is. A, that is a horrible opinion. I agree. We have fantastic voices, both of us. Yeah. This has got to be the easiest gimmick. show to listen to in podcasting. Certainly a Flyers podcasting. I can't even think of another one. Nor can I. Who else has a, Who else has a voice like ours? Let's be serious. Hmm. Exactly. You've got all the charisma. I've got all the sex. It's awesome. Together we make a sexy charisma cake and Together we just, you know. We just we just we just bake cake. Just wet. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 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 Roll with that. <laughs> And on that cheery note, um, <clears throat> I don't really got anything else planned podcasting-wise. I'm sure I'll be back with somebody at some point in some time, because I always am. But uh, we may finally be hitting that uh, that break. There it is. Can't tell if that's merciful for you, for the team, or, you know, everybody. We all just We all need a break. Can confirm. <laughs> uh, 
how do I end these shows? I usually give out the next few shows, and I don't know. I covered up the uh, cheat sheet, by the way. It's not on the wall anymore. It's behind a jersey at the moment. I took down all my whiteboards and everything. I have nothing in here now. I have no idea what to do. I, the process of renovating the studio has been just a pain in my cock hole, but... That's a urethra. Got... <laughs> Science. <laughs> I think we have a new title for the episode, right? At the very <laughs> end. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, good. Anyway, that is typically what I am good for. Spell urethra. You. You're. E. E. U. R. U. R. U. E. R. U. R. E. U. R. Need a fucking pen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You are E T H H E R A T R A R A Urethra Urethra. I think it's a thra. I think it's a You know what? Call it a dick call. Whatever. Easier to spell. Fucking show. Just keep reaching new lows every week. Oh. And on that note, everybody, at Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Um, Shane. My God. Twitter I handle. saw that whole thought bubble above your head, <laughs> thinking of what my actual name was. <laughs> you, I, you, you didn't know. Just nope. call me sweetheart again. That's all was, right. The listeners do as well. I was going to call you Steve, which is where the, the, the fuck, fuck up is going to come. shit. God. <laughs> I'm Damn sorry. it. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Now he's hit me with the Bucks County sorries. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh... You can get me at Twitter, which I have been remotely active on recently. <laughs> at Shane <laughs> underscore Mead. Sorry, I just hacked during your. Uh, That's perfect. Twitter. Honestly, the timing could not have been any more exceptional. At Shane underscore Mead. And you just had to go and repeat it. M-E-A-D-E. Right there. Brilliant. Excellent. Awesome. And then you Fuck. can uh, send your hate mail his way. And send us voicemails. Send us unless voicemails. I'll drop the link. Yeah, unless your I name's Noah. It. Although Noah, that was a that was a quality call to, to get us started. I'll I'll give it to it was you. A little throwback. It, look, I appreciate anyone clever. who is that's unusual. That's what I'm saying. I good for Noah in that moment. Very proud of you. Like a proud father. A proud father that'll punch you in the head if Favor gets a chance, but a proud father nonetheless. You know, yes. Yeah. And just, it's hard love, tough love, whatever the fuck the saying is. I think it's just called being punched in the face. Or you deserved it. That's true. Fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody. Till next time, goodbye and good night. Thank you.